So, uh, folks, uh, I know we promised a dark discussion. Yeah, we did. Um, that's going to come next week. Yeah, we got. Uh, uh, we might have some general thoughts and shit we watched. We got a little we bit both of a, have finished it now, right? Yeah, but, and we got a little bit of a double feature next week with both that and Stranger Things yes, three. Yes, Stranger Things. So that's that's what's coming next week for you guys. But this week we've got uh, the latest Spider Man Far From Home, and we've got a real classic Vampire's Kiss. I. Let's get into it. Let's yeah, go. Let's go. Uh, welcome to Bored and Annoyed. I am home at the movies. I'm Jackson. But first, as always, we do our news section. Sure. Bringing you the most important and the most entertaining news that you will get all day is the movie news with a couple of rabble-rousers, Jackson and home at the movies. It's Bored and Annoyed with the news. So, the new Fast and the Furious has started filming. Okay. So I know that you're just a huge fan. I can't wait. I never saw eight. I got to watch eight. Yeah, that's right. This is nine. This I, is nine. <laughs> I made sure to say the new Fast and Furious just so I kind of covered all my bases. Yeah, the last one was Fate of the Furious. That's right. Yeah. 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 But uh, the, the real news, I liked this quite a bit. Batista had something to say about these uh, Fast and Furious uh, movies. So a fan goes on Twitter and says, uh, hey, you should uh, be a villain in one of these, you know, and face off against The Rock and Jason Statham. And he goes, ha, 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 ha. Thanks for the suggestion, but I prefer to be in good films. <laughs> yeah, I uh, saw somebody say something about that. And then they were like, Dave Batista prefers to be in good films. And it was like that breakout two or whatever with Sylvester Stallone. Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, then, uh and I'm 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 holding out ju- hope that his movie with uh, the the Kumail Indian Nanjiani. dude is going to no. be good. Uh, Stuber, Stuber, but I'm really excited because I like both of them a lot. Yes, and me too. I think the trailer was actually pretty good. Kind of like funny. A, yeah, like it looks dumb, kind of funny. Yeah, dumb buddy cop ca- type movie. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but we've also got some other news. Um, this one is this is a little depressing. Uh, Jurassic World's two. Uh, what's that? Hidden World, Secret World, New lost, World, Lost, lost world. world. No, Jura- uh, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, Fallen Kingdom. Uh, Jay Bayona, the director of sure. that, is now going to be helming the new Lord of the Rings series for Amazon. Okay, well, see, he made he made a movie. I believe he made um, a Monster Calls, and he made. Oh, did he make the orphanage or something? Okay. Um, but no, I don't. That doesn't bother me. I don't think it's his fault. I'm a little trepidatious. I'm trepidatious. I believe. I mean, if you look at his, I'm pulling up his list of movies right now. So yeah, he did the orphanage, Lego Batman movie. Oh, he did like monster Batman? calls. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't think he's bad. I think that movie was just. I mean, there were some, considering what he had to work with. Are you going to say something positive? Yeah, I'm not going to say it was an ugly movie. Especially like the, his, his little, that one scene with the raptor going into the little girl's bedroom was like, that was fucking great looking. Um, But yeah, I I guess if you had to film a stupid scene like that. Yeah, I guess that was it okay. Was probably my favorite looking scene of the movie. It's not an ugly movie, so so I'm not going to blame him. I don't think he wrote Fallen Kingdom. So okay, so yeah, no, I'm 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 gonna. I'm, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I that's his most recent work. So what have you done for me lately? Well, Shit. if you haven't seen the orphanage, you should watch that. Mm. 
it's like uh it's produced by del toro guillermo del toro and it's like about this little boy that goes missing like at this orphanage or like it's a former orphanage that the boy's mom grew up in all right and it is really fucking good dude really good so yeah but no we we, we're split on that that's fine that's fine uh let's see what else uh nicholas winding refn actually had thoughts about uh doing a, a superhero female superhero movie okay um yeah, I guess at one point he was pitching a movie to Warner Brothers for uh, uh, Wonder Woman. Oh, really? Yeah, he was pitching it with uh, Jessica Henwick as uh, Wonder Woman, um, but they I, I guess they were never going to cast her. Um, but yeah, now he's kind of moved on to Batgirl and he's like, you know, this would be a great <laughs> property for me to do. And it's like, Nicholas, uh, you haven't. What was his last movie? Uh, neon demon never saw it you told me not you told me it wasn't very good you didn't, didn't like I, it but i've heard it was good from other people between that and only god forgives that he's was on his a, other one yeah he's on a downward spiral okay. drive was his high uh that one with mads mickelson where uh he plays a viking okay that he one's that really one, good i never saw that that's the uh, only one i've seen is drive great. i think drive's great yeah uh, drive's a modern classic so i mean if he can channel that kind of shit but he's so up his own ass nowadays like, that's his problem. He's pretentious, right? He's, he's pretty pretentious. Yeah. So it's like, hey, you know that thing called, like, narrative thrust? Like maybe maybe put that in your he movies. He doesn't have that? Yeah. No? No. I, I think that that could have been a topic for this week about funny, narrative. Drive was, like, all narrative thrust. Yeah. It's, like, the essence of narrative, narrative thrust. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, it's kind of fitting, you know? It's called Drive. drive. Yeah. yeah uh last and biggest piece of news we have Haley bailey as the new uh live action little mermaid yep um also uh in much less big news uh jacob tremblay is also joining oh really aquafina is joining i saw that yeah that's right and uh, melissa mccarthy is in talks to be ursula Ursula. so that cast is taking shape okay um thoughts thoughts i'm gonna lead this uh so here's where i'm at um i do think that it is a purposeful move because obviously this is somehow controversial to cast a black little mermaid Mm -hmm. i do think that it's uh disney being disney these days but i don't care i'm not gonna get bent out of shape about it i just don't care i I don't care. I, uh, yeah, I don't I don't care. I mean, my thought I want a good movie. That's all I care about. Really. Right. I mean, my thought is always and will always be, you know, OK, it's a it's it's a fantasy world. There's no reason that, you know, mermaids can't be African-American. Sure. I mean, who cares about that? That's I you know, I, I think people have more of an issue as to the uh, w- the intention behind it. That's what I mean. That's where I'm like, I don't. And it's sad that I believe this way. I could be 100% wrong, but I highly doubt that Disney wasn't looking for a specific type of person to cast as Little Mermaid. Mm. Like, I highly doubt there was a line of women of all races and whatever, Mm -hmm. and they picked just the best one because they thought she was the best one. There was probably a mixture of factors playing into who they picked. And I believe one of them is that. But, but... 
she could be really good. So who gives a shit? I'm sure right? I'm sure she'll be fine. Um, my whole issue with it is like, I just don't care about these Disney live action remakes after They're Aladdin. They're just doing all of them now, right? I'm just after Aladdin just destroyed its own potential. Uh, I just don't. What about Lion King? Still I, I'm saying, I mean, that's the that's sort of the asterisk is is like if you get a like a competent like or not even a competent a good director behind yeah, one of these, yeah, he's awesome, right? Um, I I'll be more excited, but sure. right now I don't know any reason to be I'll excited tell you for what, this. Though some of the vo- the like voice acting work I've heard and the little clips I've seen have got me a little concerned. Like I mean, Beyonce plus, sounds very wooden to me. I've never thought Beyonce is a good actress. Right. And that I, was that was the one piece of casting if I'm being very forthcoming that's the one piece of casting that I was like I don't know about this. Everybody else is pitch perfect well, for their I don't casting. Know, because I saw even James Earl Jones, I saw him like it was like a behind the scenes of him mm. doing the voice work. And one of the lines he said, I'm just like, I hope they didn't keep that take. <laughs> I mean, we, we really don't. I mean, it's one of those we, we got to wait and see. Yeah, I know. I, I'm just I'm a little more concerned than I was. Mm. Let's just put it that way. But it's going to be a fucking treat to look at. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. And John Favreau understands film structure and narrative structure. Right. So he does. at the end of the day, it's going to be emotionally engaging whether or not all the line delivery is on or not. Yep. We don't know. But yeah, but, but yeah, but as far as the, the black little mermaid, I don't know. I did hear that the Sebastian might not be a lobster anymore. He might be a seal, which really? is a little more concerning. That's why would you make that change? Well, I was thinking about that. I don't. Can you make a live action lobster <laughs> look? You know what I'm saying? Like that it's, might be it. That, yeah. You can't make them look friendly. They look they look like <laughs> scary demons. aliens. Yeah. yeah, they're they're Yeah, those are. That's a good point. That's a. Uh, I think you hit the nail on the head on that. But that's lame. I mean, it is. Sebastian. It, is it, it is lame. It, it is, is really funny, though. <laughs> It's really funny. <laughs> if it's true. Uh, yeah, my thought has always been on this, like, okay, like r- race swapping or whatever. It's kind of like, <sighs> okay, so my dad grew up reading Thor. And sure. so when they cast uh, Idris Elba, 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 he was like, what the fuck? Yeah, he was like, oh, he's a black man. I'm like, but they're aliens from space. Yeah, it's true. Like, they could but be they're anything. supposed to be like the nor to his defense it's like they're supposed to be like the n- representation of like norsemen aren't they it's like the norse worship them sure. doesn't mean that they have to be necessarily norse yeah, the norse it could never be, even like it could be that the norse people. it could be that the norse built their society around what they saw right. from those people well and in that one that one doesn't like i can't like i don't see that one as like oh we let's let's cast a black guy for this i feel I, like that was just, just the idris best. elba yeah. is amazing this and he one feels something. a little bit like okay it would be one thing if this was like some huge star we got to see what she's capable right we of, don't I know feel. anything about her maybe right. she'll be great i don't know it, but yeah. whatever it's, I'm, it, i feel like it might be done a little in bad faith though just because they know that it starts the conversation and people will rally behind it and more often than not the people actually go to movies are the people would be like yes representation right. and it's like well okay well you drummed up your fan base with like a false battle that's not even happening really well all buzz is good buzz isn't her saying like that where it's like if nobody's I talking I really about don't it, agree with i that. mean but we you should know what say I'm that saying. to the new sonic movie that's true i mean but who was gonna go see that 
Like nobody was going to talk about that. That's true. It might have actually. Mm. No, I think if you made a good looking Sonic trailer, people might have been excited. That's true. But anyways, it's it's news only because people get upset about it. Any other news? That's it for news. So we can go on to we've got two reviews. Which one do you want to talk about first? Well, let's talk. Let's get into our segment of the week here. A, B, C, D. You just put it in the right file according to alphabetical order. So? Oh, yeah, this is Blart. If you need me, I'm over by the kiosks. Are you the Avatar on? All right, everyone. Chill. What, we some kind of suicide squad? Oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. Anyway, how is your sex life? Will you poop on me? Oh, I got a lot of shit on you. What? No. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Oh, hi, Mark. H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. Two R, S. I can't go over this. I'm an American. I'm an American. I love this country. Not the bears. Let's go eat, huh? Am I not turtly enough for the turtle club? That's all you have to do! Vampire's Kiss. Yeah. So, funny enough, I had never heard of this movie until three days before you brought it up when somebody I was with at work, we mm. were talking about Nicolas Cage, and he brought it up, and then you brought it up, so we're wa- we watched it. Yes. It is... I it's so like early 90s late 80s first of all like with the New York City shots and the you know the cliche thing to say about it is that it's a descent into madness it is I mean that makes it sound like it's dramatic and interesting but it's yes not. it is a descent into madness um you are watching peak cage though this is cage unhinged it is uncaged cage if you will it really is. I mean, there are, he has, he talks with like a, duh, so we talked a little bit before the podcast. He based that on his father because his father was like a, a well-educated man into literature. I guess he worked for like a book publishing uh, company for a while. So that's what he thinks that his dad sounds like. Jesus. So that might explain like a lot about <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Well, they, they, yeah, he's got this inflection on his word. Well, it's not so much that I told her you need to get out of my house. Like he's like Christopher Walken meets like Keanu Reeves meets Nicholas Cage. Right. And he does this thing with his eyebrows and his eyes yes. and scenes. And it's just. It's, but yeah, the plot is basically this asshole oof. literary agent guy um, sleeps with this woman and she like bites his neck or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely clear on if this even happened or not. That's the point, I think. Uh, but he believes he's turning into a vampire. I'm a vampire. I'm and a vampire. Kill some me. of that shit is pretty funny. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> but you don't know if it's no, intentional. Well, the first half of the movie, honestly, I was like, maybe this isn't that bad because it seems like it's purposely so. And maybe yeah. it's going somewhere. It'll have like an interesting you statement know. or nope. No, the last half of this was just 
I was so done. Yeah. I was so done. It's it's um it kind of reminds me of the room a little bit in that it's very low budget. It's it's really shitty. Um but the peak badness is all at the beginning as far as like performance shit. Sure. So as you go on it gets a little boring. It gets tougher. It becomes more of a marathon. Yeah. Uh, there are bits throughout, though, like mm. there, he has this secretary that he just treats like a dog the whole movie. And like, first of all, you're sitting there, you're like, uh, get a new job because like, well, this is unrealistic. Like I it's it's a movie that is about two things. It's about mental illness, undiagnosed mental illness and uh, work workplace harassment. Yeah, because <laughs> he's just <laughs> because he is a absolutely he chases her oh. through the building to the point where she pulls out a gun and says like i have a gun and yeah, I don't rape me and yeah shit. yeah i mean it's insane and the worst part is is that there are parts of it where like people are like oh it's not that bad my boss is an asshole sure you know that's true and it's like in that regard this time around i was like oh they they had a little something to say here sure it's okay. heavy-handed as fuck holy shit is it terrible though yes because the 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 parts with her are just he gets to the point where it's like i don't understand how on earth in hell she would ever stay there mm. um well her he, mom does keep telling her you have to go to work that's true <laughs> get a new job though i know Your i agree brother works at that go work the register at the brother's auto shop just just say you're going to work and then just don't go to work yeah, and find right. another job but yeah yeah and uh they're He's just the scenes with the therapist are great. <laughs> I mean, there his oh one scene God. where she like brings up like, yeah, well, whoever filed it would have misfiled it. And he's like, what? You just put it in. Yeah. Who would fuck that up or whatever he says? And he, he, he goes, goes A, B, C, and he goes through the whole alphabet. I've never misfiled anything. All right. Not once. Not one single time. <laughs> He's like a child. Here's my question. Okay. Does he think this was like a brilliant performance as he was doing it? Or does I, he know? Does he know? Is he self-aware of how ridiculous So it is? I believe that if he doesn't know, people who made this movie know because they purposefully made it sure. very hard to get a hold of. Um, this is, you gotta, you have to go online and like, like I had to get it by getting like a double copy of it and uh, a Jim Carrey movie called Once Bitten. Yeah, it's a I, I haven't watched it yet. Maybe uh, we'll watch that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I was lucky enough. This is on stars right now. Is it really? Yes. Wow. OK, I <laughs> so guess they're I like it like on demand or whatever. Wow. That's really um, that is fortuitous. <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if he knows that this is bad. I mean, he has to. Right. He, what does he call it? He's the director like a, has to be telling him like, okay, more ridiculous. Mm. Like this, make it as ridiculous as you can. Well, the thing, the other thing that made me uh, think of it as the room was like the review that's on the box for it says um, a deliciously hilarious dark comedy, and I'm like, that's exactly what you would say about a terrible movie. So this has a 61 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. How? What do you chalk that up to? Um, I mean. This is why, and I've been saying this for a while, Rotten, Tomato, Rotten Tomatoes needs to allow you to have two, and only two, because we can't like let this get crazy, but two tomatoes. You have the ironic tomato and the genuine tomato. Because, like you think people, dis they like it because it's so ridiculous. Yes. 
Okay. I can't imagine somebody sitting down and being like, this is a well-crafted, well-thought-out, interesting movie. I, I mean, can't imagine that. I'm telling you, man, the first half of it, I was like, uh-oh, am I going to have to go into this review like saying <laughs> I liked the movie? Because I, because to me, it was like, okay, this is obviously purposefully fucking ridiculous. And mm-hmm. I was kind of like with it for a while, mm. like kind of an interesting, dumb comedic prevent i mean uh, he's uh, so cartoonish though it's hard i i'm a little impressed that you were even on board even a little i was i was on board for the beginning like the first half and then it lost me wow it just lost me because i got tired of it because because when he's like oh i will order out for my coffee i mean these and look- like he's shaking his hand to an empty bed and you're like really i i hate to tell you i'm just i opened up rotten tomatoes I mean, don't, don't, don't do this to me. Come on now. An odd blend of bitter comedy and genuine horror. Okay. One, it's not scary in the least. A vampire satire with real bite. How old are these reviews? Beerman's striking first feature leaves one trembling between corrosive laughter, edgy terror, and a residual sadness at Lowe's pitiful plight. No. I mean, I don't think it matters how old the reviews are. I think it absolutely matters because there are people in the 90s who liked garbage. You think that this... (sighs) I want to know the age. Okay, here's what I'm going to agree with. A strange movie, but a breakout role for Cage. Because if somebody saw him in this, like, I got to get this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly. I mean, he really uh, rolled the dice on it, though, because he could have been doing direct-to-VHS movies off of this performance this is unbelievable people fucking love this shit what really makes this worth seeing is cage's outrageously unbridled performance uh yeah i mean there's it's 61 percent. yeah it's literally the only thing people, the movie has yeah right that's it yeah that's just it that's and the even, problem and you're saying it doesn't last the length no. of the movie no because there's a point in the movie where you're tired of it yes yeah and you're just done with it. Also, he's the only interesting character in the movie. Everybody else. I mean, the psychiatrist is a terrible, terrible actress. actress. Yeah. Well, and like the, it's the the whole thing with the vampire showing up and like yeah. him dreaming about her or whatever the fuck's yeah. going on. Stupid. It gets super old. Like yeah. after one time. It's really funny, too, because like they do the whole like. Did he cut himself shaving or did he really get bitten? Oh, my God. How pathetic was that? And it was like, of of course, he cut himself shaving. He cut himself shaving. Like, there was no woman there when he went home. Like, yeah, he goes into the bedroom at one point and he, like, makes coffee for two. And he brings in the coffee and just holds it over the empty spot in the bed. Yeah. And he's like, Or whatever. And don't complain about it yeah. or I will order it out. I have done it before. It's like, <laughs> what is this? What is this? This is insanity. I have done it before. Yeah, he is just, this is the textbook bad Nicolas Cage. It is crazy to me. Just not, to get off topic and just talk about Nicolas Cage here. Okay. How can this guy be the same guy who was like in like leaving Las Vegas and mm. even Mandy? Like, how is this even the same he just, fucking actor? He, the thing is, is like he, has he to, can be good. People shit on him. But well, well, the thing is, is Nick Cage is kind of like a wild ang. Like he's a he's a wild animal. He needs wrangling. Sure. 
Yeah. He, he needs a director that can say like, not you pull it back a little bit. Let's do it this way. Because he's going to go 110% every fucking time. Yeah, which is a good attribute. I mean, I, 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 it's commendable. You're right. But no, in this, he was just let off the chain. And uh, I mean, it is kind of fantastic. It is for a while. <laughs> as far as him, he's, he's, he's all, I was, I sent you a text when I started this. I said, he's like great in this. Right. Because he's like the worst. Of yeah. Great. The, the thing is, it kind of reminds me of like a, like a, you get a friend, maybe they have an ADHD child and the kid's like running around doing something really fun and he's really high energy. And you're like, wow, this kid's great. But if it's not your kid, about 45 minutes of that kid doing that, you're yeah, like, All you're right, done. Let's just you're cut done. him off. Even if Can it you, is your kid. Even if it, yeah. You're fucking done with it. So I think it's very akin to that. That's how kids get left in dumpsters, Alex. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I said something offensive and you just had to one up me. Uh, you know, you got to put them somewhere. <laughs> Unreal. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, the movie's terrible. It's terrible. It's I, terrible. Would I recommend it? I would say go find clips of him in it. Yeah, that's what I'd say. It's the it's the best way to view the movie is just read the synopsis synopsis and watch the greatest well, uh highlights it's not as bad as like the room or troll 2 or something but it's way harder to watch than that type of bad yes you know what i mean completely agree yeah because it is like it's like a re- like you don't have boom mics coming into the shot sure and shit. right it's like you a know? professionally made 90s movie i mean it's super it's super low budget i mean there was that bit where like the vampire's like sucking on his and you can oh, see you, like the pasty yes. underneath her breast. And you're like, wow, you guys yeah. like missed that? Really? Okay. Well, yeah. And why, what does she need that on for? I know. She just rests her boob on him. Yeah. Bizarre. I mean, I like, I get it. Like, you're like, no, I'm not well, giving swap it away. the actresses. Have the girlfriend play the vampire because mm. she had no problem showing her tits and have mm. the. The other one I, be the nice one. I don't one. know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. I, it was just weird. But there is the scene when he chases the... the w- there's a scene I don't understand what happened. Uh, and I want to go over this quick. So he chases the secretary down the hall. Mm-hmm. She pulls the gun on him. Don't rape me. Blah, 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 blah. You know, and there's the, that standoff. And yeah. he's, shoot me. Yeah. I'm a vampire. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then... She falls down. He bites her. I think he's like chewing on her neck. I think he's like kissing he? her. Yeah. I think he's kissing her. But then he like grabs the gun, shoots himself, but he doesn't really grab the gun because, you know, he it doesn't bl- kill himself. It has blanks. It has blanks. Yes. Right. He's blow. He's trying to blow his head off. Whatever. Yep. yep. Later on in the movie, he claims he raped her. He didn't. He is he just he's insane. I, I think that's the idea. Is he's he's insane because she fainted and then he just started. Yeah, kissing he like on her. kissed her neck or something yeah. and yep. then he left. Wow. And the ending was just the dumbest thing I've ever fucking seen. Yeah. He puts the stake in his own heart and then the guy comes in and like pushes down on it to kill him. <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah, it's it was absolutely it's, terrible. It was a, it's a it's a really bad movie. I highly recommend it. Yeah, I I'd say you skip this one, folks. <laughs> this uh, one's not bad enough to justify watching. Like, like I said, go to YouTube. You could watch the first half. I, see, that's where I, it upsets me because, like, I was watching it. I was actually enjoying the movie. I was having a good time. Thought it was a pretty good movie. 
No. I don't, I'm really surprised that you I'm think that. I'm telling you. Because I was like, this I is- I was into it. This is some of the worst stuff. I mean, it was terrible, but it was like, it felt to me like knowingly terrible. Like I was, I was intrigued to see where it goes. Mm, okay, but then it doesn't go anywhere. Right? I was going to say we're we're back to the idea of narrative thrust. Right, it doesn't go it, anywhere. It doesn't have any narrative thrust no. because once he gets bitten, and basically once there are a couple hints earlier on in the movie, you you know he's nuts. So you're just waiting. You're yeah, just like, right. I guess the idea is like, how is this going to unfold? But it unfolds in one of the most unsatisfying it ways. It was totally unsat. Nothing interesting happens. Yeah, nothing interesting happens at all. So basically, it's uh, listen to people when they say that they're being harassed at work, and uh, also maybe if somebody's acting fucking nuts, maybe uh, tell somebody. In, yeah, put them in the loony bin. Yeah, yeah, that's enough of that. Yeah. So we're on to thwip thwip. Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. What'd you think of this? I thought it was pretty good. I didn't think it was great. Uh, there's one thing in particular about it that I did not like. Okay. But overall, it's another win for Marvel. I hate to sound like a cheese stick. <laughs> right. I mean, it's it's good. It's really good. It's really it's good. good. Um, I probably would give it... Um, I'd probably give it a B plus. I'm going to give it a B, straight yeah. B. Okay. I think that's fair. I, like, th- I I would not disagree. I think it's a, I wanted to like give it an A minus, but there are a couple, I'd say the main problem with the movie, and then I'll get into the things I like, but the main problem is there are a few too many conveniences in okay. the movie. Sure. Um, that take me a little out of it. And if I'm talking as a Spidey purist, Spider-Man becoming the next Tony Stark and all of this, which is like, it's not a spoiler. It's like, it's in the trailers. Um, I'm I'm not in love with it because Peter is not rich. He doesn't have things go his way. And so I'm hoping in the next movie, they sort of start taking things away from him. It's okay. Yeah. But beyond that, uh, the comedy is great. The first hour or maybe 40 minutes or so of this was fucking hilarious yes like hilariously funny i was laughing quite a bit there are two absolutely fantastic action sequences yes um tom holland cements himself as the best spider-man yeah uh, yes, I, I mean i can't argue it's not his fault if i don't like his movies as much right right yeah yeah, I, I would agree with that. He um, works. The, he's the most high school kid looking high school kid that they've had. He's got the witty charm about him. He's funny. Yeah, I, he's, you're right. he's, he's got the range, too. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say he. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else is there? Jake Gyllenhaal was uh, he was fun. Yeah, he was really good. He was Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really enjoyed the Mysterio bits. Uh, the post credit scenes are uh kind of game changers uh jackson's got a little bit of a i'm taking my stand he's I'm got done a, with him i'm done i'm done with post-credits. And, yeah drawing a line I'm done in the sand it. i'll still sit for the ones that are you're supposed to sit for but i'm not happy about it they used to be they used to be like oh here's an extra little nugget maybe it leads into the next movie mm. now we're talking about shit that like directly directly affects the narrative of the movie you just mm-hmm. watched like if you left it's a you different, had a it's, it's a different, a different movie. movie yeah yeah that's a problem to me uh you're making people stay do we want to do we no, want to like yet. have do we want to have this debate right now no we should wait until okay all right uh let's see what else is there um 
they do some really interesting stuff with like the idea of like this is after the snap and after everybody comes back. Sure. That was some pretty fun good, opening. Yeah. Fun opening. Explanation. They had yeah. to explain it. Yep. Yeah. Um, a little bit heavy on some. There were some uh, exposition dumps, I would say. Yep. And I'm going to get into that. But they're saved by good performances. <sighs> not fully. And it's not because it's an exposition dump. It's because there's a certain character in this who, to me, has no depth whatsoever. And it's nothing against the person who played that character. And it's nothing against how cool the character was. He Mm. was fun. He was awesome to watch, whatever. But I don't know. I feel like this is this this is the villain this is the type of villain i'm not that interested in and now i just spoiled who i'm talking about mm. but mysterio yeah i i wasn't like i actually i think this villain was cooler than the uh the, the vulture vulture mm. but fucking way more interesting of a full character vulture was the vulture yes uh i would agree with that this is a different type of villain right he's he's a little bit more maniacal this one reminded me of the iron man 3 villain in his motivations. Kind, and, yeah, yeah. 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 He's, he's a little bit of a retread in that. Right. But also there was um, internal struggle there a little bit. Did I spoil everything, by the way? Yeah. Or do people just know that? Most I mean, if you're, if you're a comic that. fan, you know. Yeah. So, I, I mean, you're right. So uh, if you're listening to this, you probably know. Yeah, I okay. would. I would assume you do. Um, if you didn't. Um, sorry. <laughs> Go. Go and see it. It's a it's a good fun time at the theater. It's we'll, ta- we'll tag this with spoilers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're getting into spoilers. Yeah. Uh, my problem. All of the interesting character shit with Jake Gyllenhaal's character was in that one exposition dump scene that you got to know his entire. All of his motivations are laid out in one convenient scene awesome scene like with the bar and like the people like pretty it's pretty unveiling yes yeah but that was not very interesting as far as they didn't do anything with that moving forward to me what we did is the scene after that where he's running through his next big scheme with his crew and then you find out that he's willing to threaten the people that he was just giving accolades to the the scene before and you find out that, one, he's willing to kill Peter Parker, but he is not happy about it. He was pissed at that dude for, like, the whole, like, you left a hologram thing out. I want you yeah. to know, like, Peter Parker has to die, and it's your fault. Yeah, like, but he it's was still very one-note bullshit. He's a but, very one-note but villain. He, but he was not happy about it because he actually did like Peter, which, sure. I, which I liked. I liked that, and I liked the fact that it was... It was a little bit more of like a br- big brother, little brother relationship rather Didn't, than the like the mentor oh, mentee thing. I didn't. I thought it was lame. Like, uh, okay, so you have he's full of shit the whole time. So to me, there's like no mentor relationship whatsoever. Like, sure, he he says that he has that scene where he explains to you that he feels bad about killing Peter Parker, but he doesn't fucking show it. As the movie goes on. No, he starts getting. I I, I mean, not only does he want to kill Peter Parker, but he has a whole scene where he like tortures him fucking psychologically like a fucking lunatic. Right. So I I don't. The the thing is, is he's a character that I would argue. Believes he thinks one way, but actually really is another way. Sure. He thinks that he's not a bad guy. 
He's just in the pantheon of my Spider-Man villains. This one is not. And this one might be one of the cooler ones. He's, he's there very is a cool. scene in here that was fucking unbelievably awesome. In yeah, my opinion. The, the action sequence where he's fucking with him psychologically yes. is Is it even an action sequence or is it like it's almost like a horror fucking scene. It's great. It is really good. And in IMAX, it looked fucking great. Yeah. And uh, but I, I mean, there's a there's. Uh, to me, it felt like there was a he he actually seemed sad about what he was doing to Peter there, even though you're right. It was very st- sadistic. Yeah, I didn't feel that at all. But at the end, I felt like when he was like when Peter shows up and foils his big plan or whatever, sure. there was a, a real level of annoyance. He's like, all right, this fucking kid. It was fun. The character was really fun. And it kind of fits with the movie because yeah. it's kind of a fun movie. You I know also, it's like a fun, like comedy, whatever. Uh, he's also got some like points. Like it, it's, it get it gets into the theme of the movie about like fake news, which is, you know. Yeah, true. Yeah. It gets into that. It also gets into, um, <laughs> the importance that we have in society over superhero films. I mean, he literally says nobody is willing to listen to you unless you're in a cape and tights. Yeah. I loved that aspect of it where he's like, get this fucking thing off me. Like, yeah. I'm sick of wearing this stupid thing. Yeah. That was cool. The way that he like did the whole concept of the whole, uh, uh, you know, everything's an illusion. It's yeah. all like, yeah. Drones and shit was awesome that was awesome i love like the character and the like what that provided as far as the idea for yes. fight scenes and shit yeah fantastic i just wish there was more to the character i agree with that you know i, I agree with and that especially if you're gonna go get jake gyllenhaal who's like the shit i think the reason they got him is because he was written a little one note and they're like well if we get a good actor he'll be able to elevate Maybe. what's on the page could be it's just too bad that that's what he's used for because I would like to see Mysterio as like an ongoing. That was the thing is I wanted him to come back. Right. Yeah. I feel like he's like, he would have been a great one because there's not enough. We don't, I don't know enough about him yet for him to be like that interesting to me, but his, his, his shtick, his, his, uh, his gimmick is awesome. Yeah. So, and I wanted him to be a part of the sinister six with, with Michael Keaton, just to see those two play off each other would have been a real treat. Yeah, I would agree. Um, let's see here. What else? Well, hold on. Let me ask you this. This yeah. or Homecoming? What'd you like better? I liked this more. Did you? Yeah. Uh, I, I think that Vulture is a little bit more engaging, but the action sequences and sort of like the narrative thrust in this one felt... Um, You're into the narrative thrust. I, yeah. I, right, right, well, Midsummer got me thinking about it. You need a little more narrative thrust I feel like I feel like there are some <laughs> movies that are... They, they, they rely on you to just be like, well, it's, it's just interesting. And it's like, but is it? And you, yeah, if it's not your taste, it won't be. But sometimes right. even if something's not your taste, a little bit of a nudge will. That, well, that's what I think yeah. is I think sometimes some movies need a little bit. And I feel like this one didn't have it until it did in the second act once that reveal comes in. Right. But once that's there, the movie picks the fuck up. But that doesn't mean that the first 45 minutes or an hour was bad because it's actually, it was just, it was a different type of movie. It was like a fun teen comedy. This is one of those interesting ones where I feel like Homecoming was a better film probably, but I don't see myself watching Homecoming more than this one because this one just had so much more cool shit in it. Yeah. It was funnier. But the, like, as far as a narrative, like, like get me to care about what's happening. I felt right. more of that in homecoming. Maybe there was, there was a good scene in this with happy and, and Peter. Where Happy's he, great by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, 
where Happy comes and picks him up in the plane. Yes. That's a very it was it was the heart of the movie. Sure. You know, that's the hoorah, let's go and fight the bad yep. guy. And um it was good. A uh, nice little nod with the whole playing ACDC. Not in love with the whole like, oh, uh, what was it? You'll never be the new Tony Stark. And now we're also going to show you being the new Tony Stark. Yeah, that's kind of dumb, huh? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm fine with it to a certain extent. But like I said, Peter should not be the new Tony Stark. I liked that when he built a new suit, it was like more of an OG style Spider-Man yes. suit. So it wasn't that metal shit because yes. I was a little concerned about that. At the beginning of the movie, I'm like, I am i don't like this metal Spider-Man yeah. shit. Yep. I'm glad it's gone. Yeah, me I'm too. glad it's gone. It was it was fun and cool for, it's for what an it Avengers was. movie. Yeah. yeah, he needed the tool. Yeah, whatever. He needed yeah the tools for the job. Yeah, right. We can we can say that. Uh, Post credit scenes. Yeah, uh, so uh, fucking J.K. Simmons is back. It's as, so great. This is that's the this best is thing great. The, to happen with the movie. Well, and also opinion. and the reveal of Peter Parker's identity to yes. society at large. Sure, what yep. that does. I'm going to say it again. It's 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 an opportunity for them to do like a warrior, the Warriors type movie where Peter has to get. You love it. that concept. Huh? I you love, just want all these movies to have. Well, that. the idea of it's like a movie of attrition where somebody's trying yeah, to survive sure. the gauntlet, it's you like know, horde mode and gears of war. Yes. Waves of enemies. Yes. That's interesting <laughs> because you get to have the dude get beat up and the stress level gets amped sure, up as yeah. the movie goes on. That would be fantastic. Imagine if that's your next movie. Where it's the Sinister Six. What do you think about not having any time for like MJ to be the only one who knows that he's Spider-Man? Because I feel like that was like a big thing in the last trilogy they did. The last real trilogy they yeah. did, well, not yeah. counting. Yeah. yeah. You know we, what we I mean? just pretend that Because there's a happen. lot of interesting character shit you can do there. I kind of get the idea of like, okay, we've done that before, yeah. so who yeah. cares? But... I do like their chemistry and relationship. They were great. Yeah, they're good. They're yeah, really Zendaya good. Zendaya is good. I like. Yeah, them. yeah. Um, but Jacob Batalon as uh, as Ned. The buddy. Oh, he's great. He's fucking hilarious. I just, I mean, they got a great cast. Dude, in the, this. yeah. The 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 um, Gilfoyle from um, um, Silicon Valley as yeah. the teacher. And yes. Then you have the uh, you have uh, Black. Uh, what's his name? Black from. From Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, BJ Smooth. Uh, JB yeah. Smooth. JB Smooth. God, he's awesome. <laughs> he's so good. He's a great addition to the but cast. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a fun fucking movie. And it's a fun, like, romantic comedy almost, like teenage movie, yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's really good. It's a road trip movie. It's a comedy. And it's, uh, and it's a superhero movie. Post-credit scenes. So yeah, uh, so, that one I really liked. I think that's the end of your movie, though. Uh, so this is where, like, you know, you got your stance. And I, I was like, you know, Jackson might have a point. And then I was like, well, I think the reason is. And I think the reason I don't have a problem with it is, one, it's actually something where it's not just like, oh, it's a fun little joke. Sure. I get yeah. tired of those. And, and it kind of could be, though. We don't know, like, what their plan is moving forward. What do you that. mean? Like, with him. With, with J.K. Simmons? Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, is that it actually, he's... the thing is, is that it sets up the next That's movie. That's true. You're right. But... So I like that. And I like the fact that the, I feel like the reason is, is we want to have a fully contained movie. And if we ended on him swinging away with, with MJ, that's like, you know, and, and it's like technically the end of the movie. So you're like, okay, boom, solve the conflict you know whatever it's 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 a fully contained movie nobody can say like we left it off on a cliffhanger and then technically 
our post credit scene is a cliffhanger. I think that was the idea. It's you, you left it off with a cliffhanger. You just made the audience sit there for another five fucking minutes for no reason. That's what you did. Two minutes. I mean, if we're honest. Well, whatever it is. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's... It, Two minutes, two minutes plus whatever the scene was. So maybe another minute, three minutes. Right. I don't know. But either I mean, way. I will absolutely take this over, you know, oh, Groot says something funny True. to Star-Lord. Yeah, you're right. I will. You're right. But exact. But the point is, if you miss that, who cares? You yeah. can get up and leave the theater when it's something like that. Right. And you don't care. This, this was, to me, if you see this movie, you have to stay for through the end credits. You have to. You have to. Well, you, you 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 really do. And oh, that brings me to the last one where we find out that Nick Fury in this movie was not actually Nick Fury, but awful. one of the Skrulls. Awful. I like awful, awful, garbage, awful, terrible, stupid, doesn't make any sense. Fully like it. The reason <sighs> of course the, you do. The reason I like Chill. it is the reason I like that is because the whole movie, it was bothering me because I'm like, well, this is Nick Fury we're talking about. Yeah, I've seen he Nick could, Fury 25 times. He looks exactly no, how he is in this fucking movie. No, no, exactly. no. I'm, I'm saying like a teenager is dodging Nick Fury's calls should not be possible. The fact that he was able to it leave. It wasn't New possible. He fucking went and tracked him down in fucking Germany or whatever. I know. But the fact that he even. I'm sorry. It's it's Nick Fury. It's Nick fucking Fury. He's not going to be able to get out of New York. It was it was like at least this a couple of days. This is ridiculous because you know damn well had they have not put that scene at the end, you would have had no problem believing that this was Nick no, Fury. No, no, that time. was in all honesty. Before bullshit. That, I'm calling bullshit. Well, you can call bullshit, but, I'm you, calling don't, it. but you don't know I'm because you're not inside it. my head. I don't care. That was a terrible, dumb fucking thing. You've got I, this guy I on the it. posters of all your fucking for this movie. He's in the movie. When I watch this again, I'm not watching it as, oh, that's the green guy from Captain Marvel. I know it's Nick Fury. It was just a dumb fucking thing they tacked on to the ending. I thought it was fun. I I thought it was fun. I thought it was good because I also thought Nick Fury just seems way, way too willing to trust in this. He he seemed kind of dumb to me, like the dumbest I feel like I've I've felt Nick Fury has been probably throughout. And if I'm honest, if I'm really honest, I think what happened was somebody read the script and it's like, Nick Fury comes off like an idiot in this movie. Like you realize that, right? That's possible. And then they were like, Boom. It wasn't Nick Fury. That's possible. But I still don't like that. I don't like it either. I don't know. I don't like that. They decided instead of fixing their script to make it that. That is a good theory, though. Like, like maybe somebody was like, well, wait a minute. Why would Nick Fury believe this guy? Happy tells off Nick Fury. That just would not happen. I just Fury wouldn't take it. I just don't think Fury doesn't take people doing that to him. Like, he just doesn't. Like, he lets Stark kind of sort of get away yeah, with I it. I don't know. I disagree with that because this is after, you know what? Fuck you, dude. You disappeared for five years. You're back. Fuck, fuck off. I don't I'm, know. Like, I, I feel like everything's different. So you're the, that type of shit, like the fact that Happy would talk shit to Nick Fury doesn't bother me. That doesn't bother me. Okay. I, Nick it, Fury is a goofy douchey fucking guy with an eye patch who acts like a hard ass. That's what he is. But he also had like tabs on everybody. And, you know, like, I'm just saying, like, dude's got connections. He was smart. He's been very smart up to this point in the series. Either way, 
Here's my problem with that. So not only do I not buy it because I thought I was watching Nick Fury the whole time. There was nothing outside of Nick Fury's character that was big enough for me to notice. It's classic Nick Fury. It's classic his partner. They're the same fucking characters that I've seen for 20 movies. The other problem is I shouldn't have to sit through an entire credit scene to get context to the movie I just watched. It changes the entire movie. That's stupid. It needs to be in the movie. Okay, we just differ fundamentally on this because I like the idea that it's it's something that adds to the movie that you just saw. I like that. I, I don't think it adds to it at all. Well, it's it just alters it. Yeah, but why isn't it in the movie then? The credits are supposed to show me who was involved in making the movie I just watched. That's the goal of the credits. If I want to stay and see who was involved in making it, then I sit through the credits. If I don't, then I get my ass up and I leave the theater. Right. This one, first off, here problem with the first mid credit scene is that that is in the same scene as literally the last scene of the movie. So you could have just had that be the end of the movie. It would have fit perfectly. They're swinging around. They land. You could. That's the end of your movie. So that's the ending. Then you make people sit through, you know, nine million names. I think the buddy who he brought to the movie was like, they just showed who the caterer in London was. <laughs> so they make you sit through nine million fucking names and then you sit through it. And then at the end, you get a scene that basically says, oh, that movie you just watched. Yeah. Yeah. You were wrong the whole time. That's not him. That's somebody else. It changes the entire movie. That's a, that's a problem to me. I'm just done with it. I'm okay. done with it. It's a gimmicky bullshit thing. It was neat when it was like, oh, Thor's hammer. Like we're going towards Thor. That's a neat thing. Little nugget that I can stay for. If I think it's worth staying for and I see it, I'll be like, oh, that's neat. This is like changing the movie. Like, okay, if you got up and you left the theater before the mid credit scene, before mm-hmm. the post credit scene, and somebody was like, dude, isn't that crazy? Like. J, you know, everybody point, knows that Spider-Man at this point, is that's on you. No, see, that's bullshit. We've had that's over bullshit. a decade of I, Marvel movies establishing that you need to stay for the post credits. If you don't want to stay, that's you on didn't, you. No, that's not true, though, because you didn't used to have to stay. I used to leave because I knew what it was going to be. It was going to be the kind of thing you just mentioned. It was right. going to be like and a dancing that, Groot scene and I think or whatever. That, and everybody said, you know, we're tired of that. We're tired of sitting through the credits if it's not going to be anything. That's what people basically came out and said. And now we got something else. The point is, is that you don't like it at all as a concept. No. Yeah. No, I like. No, I liked it when it was that. I preferred that because then I can leave if I want and I don't have to feel like I'm missing something. I think you're kind of in the minority on that one then because I think people got tired. Like, I think people kind of like the nudge, nudge, wink, wink of the one in Homecoming where Cap comes in and like, oh, uh, isn't it disappointing that you wait so long? But that was so meta because the commentary was there that you wait so long and then there's nothing really of value there. Okay, I understand that, but I liked it because I could leave. That's what you're missing here. Okay. That that like I it I didn't feel hurt because I missed something. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you, just, especially just, with how long these movies are getting to, like, you sit there for two hours and 15, 20 minutes, you kind of want to leave. You I don't know? know. There's a part of me that says, I get what you're saying, but I also think I just discussed the movie in the theater instead of That's walking true. out into the hall and discussing just, it out there. It doesn't add anything to the experience. Nothing. You can put that shit in the movie. It's the same. There's nothing added to the movie going experience by making your audience sit through the credits. 
There's no reason to do that besides a gimmicky bullshit thing, right, which is I'm getting heated here. By I, the way. I know you are, but it is, it is totally what it is. It's a little gimmick so that you stay for the post the clickbait. Is there a post credit scene is the stay for the post? I mean, scene. you're not you're not you're not wrong because you're not wrong because they have generated an entire business around the idea of what it's kind of crazy. I mean, but that's the whole point is like Marvel does these things so that there is buzz there is talk there is yeah you know and i actually like the ant-man 2 one i thought was a good idea that's one that i like because i hated the ant one playing the drums at the end i hated that no no i'm talking about ant-man 2 when they showed they uh, disappear they disappear right like to me that's kind of clever because it's like it doesn't change the context of the movie you just watched but it is huge for the next movie Right, which is the exact same as the post-credits one in this regarding J. Jonah Jameson, because it has a huge context. It doesn't change anything about the movie. The only one that changes anything is the Yeah, Nick but Fury that one. one fits so well just into the end of the movie that I feel like it would have been better, a mm. better ending. Like, this is an interesting thing, because usually it's not like the mid-credits scene is basically just where it left off. Right. Like, this one, one more swing, and you could have just had the scene, yes. right? yeah. But yeah, no, that one, that one. Okay. The last one though. That's the one where you got the real beef. I feel. Yeah. That was just, I I just, I don't get it. It doesn't. I mean, okay. You've set up that uh, uh, Samuel L. Jackson is in space, right? He's like commanding or was he like drunk? He almost seemed like he was like out of it, but. I think he was like taking a nap. He was like taking a vacation. Yeah. Um, I really like. I'll tell you, I, I mean, the, the, it sets up that the scrolls are still in play. It sets up that maybe we don't. And it also kind of fits in with the theme of like, not everything is it appears to be. Right. And I that's true. And I suppose, I mean, hey, maybe the scrolls have been these characters for decades and we just don't know. I mean, in all honesty, there's an <laughs> wait entire. Until the next, wait until the next retcon move. There's an entire big arc in the comics called Secret Invasion where they've been invading us for years. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, so I mean, I th- I feel like that's the other thing too is it got me hyped for that idea because it feels like they're they're leading you down that way. Um, so that's that's exciting for me. But really, the real reason I liked it was because walking out, if that wasn't there, I was going to be like, Nick Fury just did not feel like Nick Fury felt like manufactured levels of incompetent in this. Yeah, but so now you're saying that that other guy's fucking incompetent too? I didn't think he was incompetent. I thought he was pretty incompetent. I mean, the fact that it got to the point where like... No, I'm saying like in the other movie he was in, like Captain Marvel, I didn't think he was incompetent. Like I don't, I don't take him as a dumb character. No, that's the that's my point is I didn't take him like a dumb character. He acted stupidly in this one, in my opinion. We're talking about the the scroll guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I when, I I would have walked acted, out and been like, if you like would have said Fury. Nick Fury was being dumb, I would have been like, yeah, he was being kind of dumb, but he was Nick Fury. You well, know yeah, what I mean? But like, he was also, but the scrolls are actors. I mean, he acted exactly sure, like but, Ben Mendelsohn. But it doesn't like the movie doesn't get better to me because the like that didn't add anything to this movie. That's that's my problem with it. It didn't make the movie more interesting to me. It's it doesn't like I wasn't like oh blown away that it wasn't actually Nick Fury. It was just kind of annoying. I was annoyed. That's fine. It was I mean, annoying. it's it's in our title, so right. I thought it was. I thought it I was, was good. never bored. No, it's. Definitely. I certainly was never bored. Yeah, it was a very J, breezy uh, movie. I feel like we have J, J. Jonah Jameson coming back and being. <sighs> 
I mean, that's just fucking great. And it fits. I mean, that fits with the whole like fake news thing, too. Like this whole movie was dealing with the idea. And it's perfect that like he'd be the one that gets the tape to tell everybody that Spider-Man's bad. It was it was beautiful. (laughs) It was absolutely like I'm really excited for the Marvel like Spider-Man movies moving forward. We have to pray that it's. Peter Parker working at the bugle or whatever. I need and one movie of it. I don't need it to be forever, but I need one movie of it. You know what I mean? Like him working as the photographer. Yeah, it, for, I feel like it can't be the next one though. Because like, he's still got to graduate high school and shit. And he's got to deal with the fact that everybody knows he's Spider-Man. So you can't just be like, oh, Peter Parker working yeah, for my. Yeah, but now you have to work J.K. Simmons into the next movie. Oh, absolutely. I mean, in all honesty, I think it's going to be one of those. Oh God, I'm super excited. Because, like, I love the Dark Avengers. It's just Norman Osborn, sure. you know, runs his own Dark Avengers. And uh, I like the idea that, like, J. Jonah Jameson loves Iron Man. I mean, you caught that line. Like, Tony Stark's going to go down as the greatest superhero yeah. that's ever lived. Uh, and uh, I like the idea that he's going to be, like, he'll be on board for another, like, business-type superhero. So when Norman Osborn comes in and he's like, I'm Iron Patriot, yeah. he's going to be way the fuck on board for a Norman Osborn-funded. It's going to be real fucking good. And then you set up, like, the idea of, like, okay, there's the Sinister Six, and you could do Dark Avengers, Dark Avengers well, versus regular Avengers. Marvel, their stance thus far has been trilogies, right? Yes. So there's only going to be one more Spider-Man? I really hope not. I mean, if I'm honest, like... I could watch Tom Holland into his 40s. Yeah, he's pretty good. Like, I would, if we're honest, I would love to see, like, he, Peter becomes like a professor at one point in the comics. Like, there, there's a bunch of things you can do with him. And part of the fun of watching Peter Parker is watch him grow up. Yeah, sure. And if he just stays a kid forever, that's just not interesting. I want, I want the crossover uh, Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire one. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want. I would really like that. I mean, I've been rattling off theories about what they could do in my head. Well, and they even made J.K. Simmons, and maybe that's a purpose just because he's older, but he's bald. bald. Yeah. So it would actually, like, they could somehow, like, I yeah. mean, he's involved Here's in the this. J.J. Right. from this universe. No matter what universe he's in, he's, he's the same He's guy. the constant. Yes. I love it. I love it. But yeah, I uh, so in the, in the list of Superman movies, or Spider-Man movies, excuse me, where does this one go? Uh, I think this one goes... Under Spider-Man 2 and under Into the Spider-Verse. Certainly. I don't uh, know. I might even put it behind the original Sam It's, it's really tough. The The problem with me is like, I don't like Toby as Spider-Man, but everything else about those movies is pretty good. Oh, and I'm not the biggest fan of how Mary Jane is written in those movies. There, It's a, it's a very Sam Raimi-esque movie. Yeah. Which I think makes it kind of more fun in another way i don't right. know it's it's weird because like as far as like character bits and like actual moments it, it feels more like a real cohesive like movie it's a very do. emotionally right. engaging yes. the first two are very emotionally yes. engaging and the new ones are not that they they have a little bit of that but, but they're, they're going more, for they're marvel a, movies they're going they're, for a well, they're going for even a lighter tone than yeah. most marvel movies right. they're like more akin to like an ant-man movie yeah than a cap or iron man movie i don't think we give Raimi enough credit for how awesome those two spider-man movies they were really good are. when you think about it because they were fun they had they were lighthearted, really... fun movies, but they also had like the dramatic element of them. And yeah, they're, they were they're really, really comic accurate. Solid. Too. 
They're really. See, I comic. don't know much about that. I loved but. that they were so comic accurate. Other than I did not like that they started with Mary Jane. I wish they had started with Gwen sure. Stacy and moved but they on were to trying Mary Jane. to jump straight into the right. Yeah. Well, because I mean, the death of Gwen Stacy is huge. Sure. It's like the next biggest death in comics behind Uncle Ben. Okay. You know, so it's like do that. That's how you end your first trilogy. Is the death of the first love. That's how you end your next Tom Holland movie. Is Zendaya dies. Ooh. I don't want it to happen because they're a great couple, but that's how you do it because it's a real consequence for him having his, because he's been pretty, ah, here's my identity. Yeah, exactly. No, the second Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man 2, when he's like trying to juggle the whole yes. being Spider-Man and his relationship and whatever. Yeah. Best shit that this franchise or character has done, yeah. in my opinion. Well, and if I'm honest, now the answer or the question becomes, how can Peter get himself out of this? How can he be like, sure, you know, and it's like, well, you could have Matt Murdock show up as his lawyer. Ooh, Matt Murdock. That would be pretty good. Or you could have Doctor Strange come in and like do some timey-wimey bullshit and alter the reality so nobody knows he's Spider-Man anymore. You could. You could. There, there are things that you could do. The, the I'm just really excited for the next one. Yeah, I'm pumped. They're good. They're good movies. Yeah. Uh, so last thing. Shit we watched. Shit we watched. Okay. Whoa. Shit we watched. Um, so I started Stranger Things. I'm two episodes in. You said you finished it already. I finished it already. Uh, so far, I like it quite a bit. Okay. I My favorite character right now going into this and coming from last season is the douche guy. Oh, right. <laughs> Uh, I forget the guy who was in Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah. He makes me laugh. He's like a poor man, Zach Efron kind of. <laughs> I don't know. I that's, find him that's funny. That's pretty harsh, but yeah, he is funny. Yeah. He's funny. Um, I mean, we'll get into it next week. Yeah, um, sure. I, I will be really interested to see how people react to this season. I think it's getting good buzz. I don't know. But yeah. I'm, I'm keeping my uh, review uh, yeah, close I know, to my Yeah, I know you chest. said that. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, I watched dark mm-hmm. you finished that i finished dark and uh we're gonna go into in depth next weekend but or next week but yeah it's fucking great mm-hmm. give you another week week to watch it folks yep i'm telling you i mean do yourself a favor if we're honest yeah uh <laughs> <laughs> it is really good although my brother called me and he said it was like a poor man stranger things and i got mad oh, so mad i almost hung up the phone on him it's it's just wrong Yes, because I'm sorry, but the storytelling is just way more advanced and it's and way more it's impressive. Not, yeah, it's not really the same. I no. mean, they're, they're both weird they, sci fi. They start similar. They yes. end very different. You're right. They start literally the first episode is similar. You're yeah. right. Beyond that, uh, the comparisons God, are superficial. There are some moments. Yeah, it's a fucking amazing show. It really is it's, ridiculous. It's, it's it's really really fucking good. But yeah, uh, right. let's see. I watched because you watch? you're going to be the bulk of shit we watched this week. I think I went and watched uh, the special edition uh, Endgame. Avengers. Did you? Yeah, I did. Um, it's it's not worth going for. That's what I heard. Um, I mean the the Stanley tribute was real nice. Um, I feel like it should have been there in the first place, though. Oh, really? What What is it? Is it like... I mean, it's just kind of like... You before, know, like, after... It's after. It's after everything. Uh, they actually do the whole, like, Sound of Iron Man clanging thing at the very end, and then they go into, like, their special feature things. Uh, but, yeah, that was really touching. Um, 
I mean, the movie itself is a reason to go see it. You know, I don't need the extra stuff. Sure. But, but it was nice to see it again. I had been planning on seeing it again. So, uh, yeah, I would say go see it again if you liked it. But um, you don't need to see this stuff. It'll be on the Blu-ray. Um, let's see. Stan Lee tribute. That's a worthy end credit scene. Oh, they had a Hulk scene for you. That's what I heard. I heard it was a disaster because well, it wasn't rendered. It's not rendered. It's yeah, not so finished. So don't show it. In the, I don't know. That I'm, f- I'm fine with it. I, I I was fine with it because I actually kind of liked the scene. There's a really nice homage to Die Hard in it. Nice. It's but your really average good. film goer doesn't give a sh- You know what I'm saying? They don't, that's they where don't. that's a misstep by them. But I think I that's, like. I feel like, well, like I said, the whole re-release thing was a misstep in my opinion. It was, it was botched. It was too early. You didn't put enough good content in there. Um, you could, you could have finished that. I don't know. I just, it was a little botched for me. Okay. It wasn't, it wasn't pushed very hard either. Like, I feel like only the big fans knew about it. You know, it wasn't like it was on TV. Well, it wouldn't have mattered if it was. Yeah. That, so, uh, let's it's see. weird that they did it. I'll be interested to see, uh, the other thing that I watched. Um, I'll be interested to see what you think about this on neon, neo Genesis, neon Genesis. Oh yeah. We got to do that too. I've been watching that more. Um, Finding more problems with it as I go along. It's standard. I feel like this is your curse with uh, with anime. With any, yeah, especially anime. But it seems like shows in general. Yeah. So it's it's fine, but um, there are certain elements that just don't work for me as well as I think a standard anime fan. Okay. Um, you mean those dumb? <laughs> I think I think there is a type of person that's okay. Okay. I just don't like some anime humor. It really draws me out of anime. A lot of it. Like, okay, they have characters say these long, <laughs> long lines in unison. And you're like, I understand that like Japan is it supposed is, to be funny. It's supposed to be funny. It's like, oh, isn't it funny? Those two guys said the exact same thing to this person. But it's like, I understand Japan is like a communal society. So sometimes like you'll get a little bit of like a yes, like two people will say yes at the same time or like, don't worry, we got it or whatever. You know, let's say something short. But these guys say something like, oh, don't worry, you take care of the aliens and we'll take care of Mrs. Kusinagi because she's hot. And like they say that at the same time. It's like, how are you guys like Siamese twins? Like what's going on here? I don't like it. It takes me out of the show. It's not humor that works for me. It's lazy. Is this something where you get annoyed and mad and say something to the TV? Because I know this is a this is I, a I pause for it. you too. I you pause, pause it. I pause it and say to my girlfriend, that was fucking dumb. And then I keep going. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's annoying. Uh, I watched, last thing I watched, I watched uh, My Hero Academia Two Heroes, which was like a short little 90-minute uh, anime movie. Uh, that they did based on the show. Okay. It's kind of like a one-off thing. It's basically like a long episode. Basically that. Really not worth seeing. The animation's nice, but the story isn't really great. Uh, no real core. Not not a ton of messages there. Uh, the music and animation are great, which is consistent with the show. So beyond that, uh, only check it out if you're a diehard, I would say. But that's my shit. That's it? That's all we have? That's all we we've have? We've been really low on shit we've watched. Because of these TV shows, I think. Mm. I well, mean, I mean, we're saving Stranger Things and Dark for next week. That's so true. We actually would have very big <laughs> shit we watched that's if we true. weren't saving if it. We were, yeah, if we weren't saving it. That's a good point. All right. Well, I mean, I got nothing else to say. Yeah, I think. Uh, hey, tell us what you think of post credit scenes. I'll be interested. I'll be yeah. interested to see where like everybody's them? at. Do you like them when they 
are like valuable? Do you like them better? Like I do when they're just fluff. Mm. Um, yeah. Let us know a couple of dudes at board or just go to the website, post in the thread for this episode or hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever. Let right. Let us know. I will say that uh, I'm going to spend a little bit more time on that oh, just boy. for a second. I, An epilogue. Yeah. The epilogue to the episode. Uh, I like, I like the idea of them. I don't think that the execution has always been there, but I like the idea of just sit through. It's a fun little thing, you know, I mean, that's why I like the Nick Fury one is so great is because it like it it it's huge. It it redefines the universe. OK, you know, that's why I don't like it. You don't like the Nick Fury one at the end of this movie? No, I mean, Nick Fury. In, oh, oh, in the Iron original. Man. Yeah, in Iron Man. That, that's a perfect one. Yeah, that's a perfect one. I thought I mean, you were talking about this one. Like no, the, I mean, yeah, no. like I will take one that redefines the the world because it's more world building doesn't necessarily belong in the movie you know like like how about uh, uh, iron man showing up at the end of incredible hulk was another good one that one wasn't even a post credit scene wasn't. It, it, it was that was right, built just like one though right it was yeah i don't even was there a post credit scene for that one i don't fucking know maybe oh, universal wait. doesn't do post credits maybe <laughs> i don't know either there are good ones that's there. funny okay so now i just bagged myself into a corner because that's one that belongs as a post credit scene because the end of the incredible hulk should have been his eyes turning green when he's yes. doing that meditation yeah they shouldn't have cut to the other scene yeah. they should have gone to the credits yeah and then you know you're not missing anything yeah like that's the movie right but there's this neat little moment where Tony Stark shows up and fucks with uh, William Hurt at the right. end. Right. Well, I mean, like, okay, the one post Avengers in the first one where it's revealed that it's Thanos. Okay. Yep. That's kind of the way I look at like the Nick Fury one a little bit because it recontextualizes everything. Because if you're a comic fan, you're like, oh shit, that actually means something. But your average Joe, it doesn't mean much to. And right. it doesn't just change like, oh, the here's, movie. Right. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're just like, oh, here's a big bad. Sure. For me, it's the idea of what that reveal that they were Skrulls means is like secret invasion could be coming. Skrulls are now apparently part of our society. We just don't know it. That's that's kind of big. That's kind of a game changer. So I like that. I, I don't. I don't like that I watched the whole movie assuming they were characters, and it's almost like a twist that doesn't feel earned to me, if that makes sense. Shyamalan, what a twist. Yeah. If that was a Shyamalan twist, he'd be butchered. Mm. That would be a lame Shyamalan twist. It would be kind of a lame Shyamalan it would twist. Be a really <laughs> but I mean, we expect more out of Shyamalan. That's true. Yeah, he is the twist master. Yeah. But the yeah, twist. that's all I have to say this week. You've dragged this episode on long enough. It's actually really short. Right, well, goodbye, folks. Goodbye. Oh, I'm hot. <sighs> <laughs>